1: Welcome to another edition of the Aviation Pros Podcast. I'm Joe Petrie, Editorial Director for Aviation Pros. Audif Elcalde was recently named the new Chief Executive Officer for Ontario International Airport, which has seen major growth since it went to a local ownership model in 2016. Elcalde has been in the industry for 16 years, having served roles at Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport and Dubai International Airport before joining the staff at Ontario in 2017. I recently spoke with Audif about the current state of the airport and what the future will hold going forward under his leadership. Well, first off, thanks for speaking to me today and congratulations on the position. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was passenger traffic is robust in the current post-pandemic months at Ontario International Airport. So how prepared is the airport to handle this return for the passenger traffic?
0: You know, as one of the fastest recovering airports in the country, ONT is very well prepared, not only to accommodate the pre pandemic pasture levels, but really to resume the strong growth we've been experiencing since our return to local ownership in 2016. So over the past two years, we've continued to enhance our customer experience amenities adding more restaurants and retailers in both of our passenger terminals. And our relationships with our business and airline partners have really never been stronger. And the market we serve is excited about the new destinations we've added, such as Honolulu, and now just recently a direct flight to Austin, Texas. You know, the the bottom line is that this is something we've been gearing up for since the return to local ownership. We're one of the few airports in Southern California with the capacity to just grow from our current annual levels of 5.5 million to an eventual 30 million, uh, according to the Southern California Association of Governments.
1: Wow, very excellent to hear. So, cargo has been a pretty strong component for ONT in recent years. Do you expect this trend to continue, or is the market changing in your region that the demand or more focus might change? You know, continued
0: cargo growth absolutely a big part of our future you know ONT is situated in the middle of one of the most robust supply chain hubs in the world the immediate market we serve the Inland Empire in San Gabriel Valley is home to a distribution network on par with any in the U.S. providing nearly a quarter million jobs for our region now our cargo partners uh, notably FedEx, UPS, and Amazon continue to expand their local operations so in November of 2020 FedEx opened its new 250,000 square foot operations center at OT, more than tripling its footprint here. They used to do about maybe 1,200 packages an hour in this new facility. They can get it up to 12,000 packages an hour. You know, and part of our bullishness on cargo is that e-commerce, it's, it's not going away. If anything, the pandemic really hastened what was already happening in the consumer market. And the ability to process and deliver goods quickly and efficiently is a huge competitive advantage for retailers. And through our cargo partners, we're really able to provide that for them.
1: Now, with all that growth, obviously improvements are necessary for an airport like yours. Can you tell me about some that might be on the horizon right now? And just kind of piggybacking on that, you know, with the new federal infrastructure funding that's come online, is there any way that you guys have been exploring ways to use that funding as well?
0: Yeah, you know. When uh, we're talking about improvements, we're expanding destinations with an eye on more international routes, which is high on our list. So on the international front, we currently serve Taiwan, Mexico City, Guadalajara, and El Salvador. We're definitely exploring ways to add more routes to Asia and Latin America, as well as Europe. As we do, enhancing our global pasture services is something we're taking a close look at. this would include expanding our customs capabilities and possibly building an international terminal now access into and out of the airport is something we're already deeply involved in with our regional partners so in the next few years a new zero emission bus rapid transit system will connect O&T with key points throughout our region and there are very active discussions right now about a transit tunnel connecting the airport with the regional commuter rail system. Infrastructuring is an interesting question. It's certainly something we're pushing for. And over the past several years, we've been authorized tens of millions of dollars in funding to improve our runways and taxiways. And as we look towards the future, we will look to this infrastructure bill on how we can utilize some of that funding to help with additional space in our terminals and what we envision to be a new international terminal um, here at the airport.
1: Now, I know in recent months, ONT designed and authorized a plan to lease 198 acres of surplus property. Can you provide an update into this process and where you see these tenants coming to fruition?
0: Yeah, you know, there's, there's an entitlement and an environmental process that needs to take place. So, as part of the agreement that was approved by our Board of Commissioners in December, Can-Am Ontario LLC will develop that vacant property for industrial use in compliance with airport compatibility plan that's required under the state law. So that's really where the process is right now. And we're just following all the the process and procedures that have been put in place to get to that final stage where the developer will bring in kind of the, the industrial portions here at the airport.
1: And my last question for you today is, it's been five years since Ontario went to the local control model in determining its own future, and it's been no secret the success that you guys have been having there so far. So let me ask you this, looking ahead, where do you see the biggest opportunities being in the next five years?
0: I would love to give you a great airport analogy that the sky's the limit, but I will add more to that and say that continuing to expand service and destinations, really for the fastest growing population and economic center in Southern California. You know, the Inland Empire itself saw household growth of 33,000 in 2020. That's the second largest increase in the United States, and it's expected to grow 27% over the next 25 years. You know, serving this growing population and the businesses that are coming here in record numbers as well is a huge opportunity for the airport. You know, and as we talked about, cargo growth is a major opportunity given our location and the economy that has been built around the logistics center. We're in the process currently of updating our economic impact analysis, but I'm comfortable in saying that ONT contributes billions of dollars to the local economy. And we're excited about what the future holds and all that opportunity that's
1: available there. Wonderful. Thank you for your time today, Adif. Can't wait to see more success going forward. I appreciate it, Joe. Thank you very much. Thanks again for listening to today's podcast. To learn more from the leading airport managers in North America, make sure to subscribe to the Airport Business Daily Newsletter or check out the latest issue of Airport Business Magazine. I'm Joe Petrie,